Australia has just launched its first national health and climate strategy to coincide with the COP28 summit in Dubai. And to discuss the significance of this development, I'm joined by uh, Remy Shagel, Strategic Projects Director at the Climate and Health Alliance. Remy, welcome to NITV Radio. Thanks for having me. It is said that uh, this, the, the, the strategy that has just been launched signals a shift to Australia's approach to climate change, both on a national level and also internationally. Now, can you tell us about the significance of uh, this uh, development? Absolutely. Well, climate change is affecting the health of Australians right now. Um, we're seeing it in our hospitals and healthcare facilities, and we've known this for a long time. But for a decade or so, the Climate and Health Alliance was calling for a national health and climate strategy, and there was no action taken on it at the Commonwealth level. Um, since the new government has gotten in, they've been much more interested in taking action on the health impacts of climate change. Um, and it's fantastic to see this strategy out in the, in the world. We think it's important that the Australian government chose to launch it at COP28 on the global stage because that means that they're using this policy to show their leadership in this space. And any action plan or strategy like this one comes uh, with uh, some um, strings attached, so this funding uh, that needs to be allocated, uh, is this uh, going to be appropriately funded or the funding is not yet known? No, we'll find out later. It's a great question. And that is our next point of action. So we have a really quite an ambitious strategy, but there is not a strong implementation plan or funding attached. And so we plan to work with the government to make sure that funding is allotted in the next budget. For the strategy to protect health, it must be fully funded and we expect the Commonwealth government to do so. Yeah. And uh, how significant is it for, well, it's uh, significant for all Australians, but how significant is it for First Nations people? Because I remember during the last uh, uh, COP summit, uh, it coincided with uh, a court case against the Australian government. Uh, a court brought uh, brought about by uh, Torres Strait Islanders about the impact of climate change on uh, their lives and uh, the lack of action from the Australian government. Can you tell us about the significance of this development now for First Nations people and probably for those that are most affected in uh, the low-lying uh, islands in the Torres Straits? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've seen legal action be led by First Nations people right across Australia, including the Torres Strait 8. I think what's so exciting about this strategy is that they have a commitment to First Nations leadership they acknowledge that First Nations knowledge um, must be central to, to decision-making on climate change and health. First Nations people have demonstrated their ability to adapt to a climate, uh, to a changed climate for, you know, since time immemorial on this continent. And uh, it's exciting that the, the government is acknowledging that they have, you know, traditional ecological and scientific knowledge that they can... Um, you know, they can help us all with um, and they can lead the way in uh, adapting to climate change. Uh, we hope that the strategy follows through on this commitment. The strategy does identify that there's a governance gap uh, at, at regarding the health of First Nations people and climate change 
and the Lewitchie Institute is leading work right now on this space to work out what is the best model to support First Nations self-determination when it comes to climate and health policy. We'll definitely speak to the Loewija Institute and find out more about the impact uh, of uh, this uh, strategy and uh, what it means for First Nations communities. But before I let you go, anything you'd like to add to the conversation? Absolutely. Well, climate change is the biggest health threat of the 21st century, but climate action is actually our biggest health opportunity. Every dollar we spend on climate change mitigation uh, the health benefits the uh, two to one. So we really hope that the Australian government uses this strategy to uh, promote, you know, better health and well-being for all Australians. Remy Shagel, Strategic Projects Director at the Climate and Health Alliance. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us on NITV Radio about the significance of uh, the just-launched Australian National Health and Climate uh, Strategy. Thank you so much.